Oh, I say hallelujah. Amen. Amen. Are you glad to be in the house of God? All right. Turn your Bibles with me to Jeremiah 18. Last week we didn't finish, did we? So we are going to continue. I I still don't have a a title for this uh, message. I said, set your priorities right. And somebody said, my advice. Uh, Whichever one you like, that's fine. Amen. How many are expectant this year? Expectant. Only one person. How many are expectant? You expect something good this year? Yeah, 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 yeah. So, uh, another... (laughs) Another uh, topic, if you like, is setting yourself in the right place to be blessed by God. Being in the right place to be at the right time. You know, the man who was uh, sitting by the wayside, begging, who could not see, was at the right place at the right time when Jesus was passing. And that is why, or that is how he got his healing. Are you, are you understanding what I'm saying? The impotent man at the pool of Bethesda, he was in the place for 38 years, sat in the same place. And his testimony was that he did not have any man to lift him up and put him into the water when there was a stirring in the water. And so, anytime there was a stirring and he was trying to get into the pool, Another will bypass him and enter. This year, may no one bypass you for your blessing. Oh, you forgot forgot to say amen and receive it. May no one bypass you to receive your blessing. Which means that you must be at the right place, at the right time to get your, what is yours. Amen. How many want what is yours? I don't want somebody to take my, my place. I don't want somebody to take what is mine. I'm not greedy, but what is mine is mine. That's right. <laughs> Am I the only one? What is mine, I don't want you to have it. Amen. The Bible says that the word of the Lord came to Jeremiah from the, the word which came to Jeremiah from the Lord saying, Arise and go down to the porter's house. And there I will cause you to hear my words. Then I went down to the porter's house. And there he was making something at the wheel. And the vessel which he made of clay was mad in his hand. In the hand of the porter. So he made it again another vessel. As it seemed good to the porter. Then the Lord, the word of the Lord came to me saying, O house of Israel, can I not do with you as this porter? Says the Lord, look at the clay in his hands. So are you in my hands, O Israel. Amen. Amen. The instant I speak concerning a nation and concerning a kingdom to pluck up, to pull down and to destroy it, if that nation against whom I have spoken turns from its evil, I will relent of the disaster that I thought to bring upon it. 
And the instant I speak concerning a nation and concerning a kingdom to build and to plant, if it does evil in my sight, so it does not it does not obey my voice, then I will relent concerning the good which I said I would bring, I will benefit it. Amen. Now, therefore, speak to the men of Judah, to the inhabitants of Jerusalem, saying, Thus says the Lord, Behold, I am fashioning a disaster and devising a plan against you. Return now from your evil way and I'll and make your ways and your doings good. Hallelujah. And last week I said to you that the man was in his house, isn't it? Jeremiah was in his house and the, the Lord came to him or the word of God came to him and said, arise and go to the potter's house. Potter's house is, is just an ordinary house. It's an ordinary place. Sometimes we feel that the only place we can hear God is in the church. But that's not necessarily so. God can speak to us anywhere, anyhow. And God can instruct us to go where he would talk to us. Amen. This year, my prayer for you is that your heart will be open. That your spirit man will be open. That your ears will be open. That you will hear when God speaks to you. Amen. Because, you see, God is always speaking. Last week, I was saying to you that this thing I'm holding my hand is just a transmitter. It transmits frequency. And there is a receiver at the back that receives the frequency that this is transmitting. If the receiver is turned off, immediately what I'm saying will not be heard. Are you with me? If But your receiver is not on. So you can't hear what God is saying. There is danger ahead. And God is trying to say, stop, 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 stop. And you are full speed ahead. Because you haven't realized that it's the edge of the cliff. And one more step, that's the end of your life. How many have made some mistakes that if you had known, you would never have taken that step, ever? See, those steps in, are in life. Those portals are there. There's a way that seems right unto a man, but the end thereof is death. It may seem good to you, but that same road, if you continue on it, is death. So, the word of the Lord came to Jeremiah, whose heart and mind and spirit was open to God. May your heart be open to God this year. May your spirit be open to God. You see, sometimes our, our conversations and our um, interactions with people all closes our spirit man. You are preaching. I don't know whether you understand. Yeah. The constant, you know, sometimes you stay on the phone for a long time chatting nonsense with people who don't matter. And by the time you finish and you put the phone down to sleep, your spirit man is closed. And so when God is speaking, you can't hear him. Yeah. Oh, I don't know whether you understand what I'm saying. Yeah. You, you can't hear. 
see, the, 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 the Bible says that the carnal man does not receive anything from God because his conscience and his, uh, his carnal self is seared where God is concerned. Are you with me? So he cannot discern, he cannot discern, his spiritual discern, which means that he cannot hear. He is deaf to God. You know, you are talking to, how many have friends who are always negative? Uh, I don't know, I don't know. I, I'm trying to answer your question. How many have negative friends? I mean, it doesn't matter what it is. It's like, the, the glass is half full, but they never see it that way. They look at the, the spillage. They look at the wasted water. They look at how the water used to be full, but uh, the glory has, has fallen. It has become Ichabod, so the water has come to half. But there's still water. You can do something with half of the water. Can you imagine what you can do with half a glass in the desert? But because you are dealing with somebody who is always negative and looks at the glass always negative, the Bible says that evil communication corrupts all good manners. So you have somebody who is always communicating evil to you. All you hear is evil. You see, uh, uh, you see, if you have a Glass, uh, glasses like this. That is, uh, who has some dark glasses here? Hey. <laughs> or, or maybe, maybe have a purple, a purple or, or orange tinted glass. How many know that everything will become orange? <laughs> Even a white shirt becomes orange because of the lens through which you are looking. That the lens is orange. So all you see is orange. Everything is orange. The people that you move with, that you talk to, the television programs you watch, the movies that you watch, the music that you listen to. You see, they, they have a way of blocking the receptor, the receptivity or the sensitivity that you have to receive from God. Hallelujah. I'm trying to set you up. I'm trying to set you up so that you can hear God. You see, you cannot hear God without faith. And you see, faith comes by hearing. And hearing, it is a faith comes by hearing Bible. That's not what it says. It says faith comes by what? Hearing. In the same way, doubt can also comes by hearing. Because there is something called negative faith and there's something called positive faith. Am I making sense? He didn't say positive faith comes by hearing. He didn't say negative faith comes by hearing. He said all faith comes by hearing. Romans 10, 17, isn't it? Faith comes by what? Hearing. And then he goes that, he qualifies it and hearing by the word of God. So there is a type of hearing that makes your faith positive. 
And we already know in, in, in Hebrews 11, 6, 6 that without faith, it's impossible to please God. You cannot please God without faith. And so you need faith. But when you have people or, or, or surroundings, that is re- rejecting um, faith, belief. You know, I'll give you an example. Hey, these days, the men that have come, they are no good at all. Don't trust any man. They are all heartbreakers. Have you heard something like that before? You know, and see, it, 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 it will come from, it's coming from a trusted, a trusted source, a trusted auntie. Do you understand? An auntie that has been jilted. So, she's speaking with passion from a negative point of view, and sometimes passion makes you believe that thing even more. So all she's saying is so passionate, so passionate, and then you put the phone down. Then you call Shwanda. <laughs> and then you say to Shwanda, ah, I just spoke to my auntie, and we're talking about uh, how men these days are. Oh, she's so, she's so true. It's so true. Men, I even have a, 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 my own testimony. You know, slippery Sam, what he did to me. (laughs) Immediately, immediately, meanwhile, God has prepared something. And then you go to sleep. And then God comes to you and says that, (laughs) my, my, my daughter, I have I have, I have someone prepared for you. As God is talking, all you are hearing is men are wicked. Your, your auntie's voice. Shawanda's voice. And then all of a sudden, you cannot receive the blessing. Cannot take it. Because that voice has negated the voice of God. See, the Bible said there are, it may be, so many kinds of voices. You would have thought that the voice of God must be bigger and stronger than any other voice. But it says that there are, it may be so many kinds of voices. Which means that all the voices are strong. All the voices are powerful. All the voices can make or make you. None of them. No, not one of the voices are without signification. All of them are significant. So, the more you expose yourself to that voice, the more it transforms your world. The Bible says that in the beginning, the world was without form and void. And darkness covered the face of the deep. And the Spirit of God hovered, moved, and said, let there be light. And there was light. If a voice spoke, the world into being. And none of the voices are without signification. Then it means somebody can speak the collapse of your world. And it will happen. You understand what I'm saying? So, you see, from today, let your ears be expensive. Uh, I don't know whether that... 
that is why that is why I, I I was saying that this is not I'm not preaching I'm not teaching I'm just talking I'm just advising you let your ears be expensive don't just you know put yourself in harm's way how, how many would be all right I, I hope I'm not being vulgar but how many would be all right that you stand there and then somebody comes and starts to wee on your legs. And you, you just, for, 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 for me not to offend, for me not to offend her, I will just keep quiet and then let her wee on my leg. Uh, oh, no, 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 she's my best friend. So it's okay, let me allow her to, 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 to wee on my, my leg. I, can't, I don't want to embarrass her. Uh, oh, she's my auntie, so let her wee on, on me. It's okay. It's, uh, when she goes after, I'll go and wash my legs. Um, why? Why no? Because after they finished, the, the, the stench will be left on you and not on them. Are you with me? Sometimes a gossip leaves you smelling. Are you understanding what I'm saying? Because somebody has just downloaded on you and gone. And then wherever you go, you stink. Are you with me? Yeah. So make your ears very expensive this year. If you, you see, there was a man that was sent by God, a prophet, a young prophet. He was sent. He said, when you go, go and say to the king, your days are numbered. And say to the army uh, general, you are now going to be the king. And the assistant, you are now going to be the army general. And then you are going to be the second in command. When you finish, just turn and run and go. That was the instruction God gave him. Do you know what he did? He went and did exactly what he had been told. But on his way back, he saw a senior prophet. And the senior prophet said, young man, come. I know you have come with the word, but just come, let me give you food to eat. <laughs> Meanwhile, God said, don't stop. Don't talk to anybody. Just, and then run. So he sat there, ate, and then the senior man said to him, listen, you are now coming. This is your first word. I have done 33 tours of duty. Senior prophet. So when you are talking about prophecy, I am a senior prophet to you. So you should believe me. That you see, yeah, God has spoken. But you see, the, the word of the prophet is subject to the prophet. Amen. So you see, the prophet can manipulate the word. He was eaten by lions. Because he could not make his ears expensive. This year, I pray that you make your, 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 yourself very expensive. 
Your ear is very, very expensive. Are you with me? Whatever God has told you, keep it. Make your mouth also very expensive. Make your mouth even more expensive than your ears. Bible says that be quick to hear and slow to speak. Hallelujah. Am I, am I advising somebody? Yeah. It's like any dream you get, you have to share it. It's not every dream you share. Bible says there's time for everything. Amen. Don't share your dream too early. What caused that little boy to go into the prison and go into the pit, from the pit to the prison was because he shared his vision too early. His dream too early. Because you think they like you, but they don't. Oh, but we are, we are blood. It's my sister, it's my brother. Oh, no, no, it doesn't matter. Am I talking to somebody? So the word came. God will reveal his word. There are times God will take you somewhere just to show you something. Don't make your, your, your ear too heavy to hear God. Amen. And sometimes I was saying to you last week, the thing that makes your ear dull is sin. Sin cuts off and separates us from God. Amen. There was a man of God in the Bible called Abraham. He was a pagan to begin with. And then he became, uh, he got born again. And he became very close to God. And God started speaking to him. And he commanded the Bible, say, and the Bible, the, the Lord would never do anything without telling Abraham his servant, because he knew that Abraham would command his house, his household after him, which meant that Abraham was had converted his household, which means that his household were all Christians and saved, which meant that his household were all on fire for God. There came as with the passage of time, his nephew Lot separated from Abraham and went to live in the watered area of Sodom by the coast. Because he chose that place. It was beautiful. The women were beautiful. Everything around Sodom and Gomorrah was beautiful. But guess what? As he, the Bible says, he, it's interesting when you read the scripture, it's like he pitched his tent near Sodom. It was not inside. When it says some place is near some place, what does it mean? Uh, 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 Bradford is near Leeds. It's Bradford in Leeds. It's close, but not inside. But after a while, when you read the Bible, it says that and Lot was in Sodom. He was... He was around, close by. But you see, sin is enticing. Sin is appealing. And sin draws you in. So you, when you are close by, when you are close by, what you don't realize is you are being reeled in. You are being reeled in. You are being reeled in. You are coming in, but you don't see it. By the time you realize, you are inside. 
Oh, I just hang out with people who do drugs. I don't do drugs. I just hang around people who smoke, and I don't smoke. I hang around. They are just my friends. Lot pitched his tent near. Near. They, they are like this, but I'm not like, I'm just their friend. I was, I got a picture from my, my friend. I've been telling you about, you remember this friend of mine, my classmate that I said, going to drugs and he sent me a picture that he took about four years ago. And then he took another picture. When you look at the face, when you look at, and this guy is like, he was, you know, in every year there's a baby of the year. He's much younger than everybody. But he was like two years behind us. But he was so clever, he got promoted, double promotion. So he came into our, cl- our class, our year. Very clever. But he was around people that were doing drugs. He, he admired the lifestyle. Because to, to him, those guys were cool. He wanted to be around them. What he didn't realize was that he was being reeled in. Before long... He was now the chief of all the. He he he. There were three pictures, right? It's like the the bad and then the worst, and then now. When you look at the now picture, and you compare it, you see that grace because he he came back. To himself. God pulled him out. When you look at the face. But you see when you damage your body. You have damaged it. It doesn't matter the amount of repair. Are you with me? Why would you want to go in and come out. To come and tell us what is inside. Uh, You see some people like to learn by experience. (laughs) Because they say experience is the best teacher. But I don't believe that. The fees, the fees is just too expensive for me. <laughs> you, you tell me, I believe it. When the word of God says it, I believe it. It's okay. I don't need to go and experience to believe it. Hallelujah. He was too close to sin. And therefore, his, his ear was removed from God. So he could not hear. He took the intervention of his uncle. Abraham, who could hear from God, who had the visitation of the angels on their way to destroy Sodom and Gomorrah, to say to him, listen, and he was was interceding because he knew his family was in there. And he interceded, interceded. It was just the, 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 the nephew, the nieces, the, the wife, that were left out, and their husbands that were left out. The wife turned back and became a pillar of salt. This year, please, don't become like Lot. Don't allow sin to... You see, one thing about sin is that sometimes we elevate sin more than really is. But we make ourselves too powerless to be able to resist sin. 
But how many know that if you don't put yourself in the way of sin, you won't have sin? Oh, you don't know what I'm saying. If you are not around those who are doing whatever, the temptation is reduced. Are, are you with me? Yeah. Because see, destiny is calling. I don't know whether I'm talking to the right congregation today. Destiny is calling. The time is getting shorter and shorter. David said that when I was a a child, I speak like a child, thought like a child. But there's a time to put childish things away. There's a time that you can recover. Hmm. But after a while, you cannot recover anymore. Oh, I don't know whether you understand what I'm saying. There's an age when you do a, a mistake, you can recover. By a certain age, then your recovery process becomes longer and longer till it becomes impossible. Am I talking to you? I feel I'm talking to somebody in this room. Don't put yourself in that place. Don't pitch your tent. You see, some people are nice. They are friends. But they are not the people you need to hang around them. I have friends like that. People I grew up with. You know, like we grew up together. There's this one particular, particular guy. He's like, we are family because we were in the same neighborhood, we went to the same school, we were, we were brought up together. When I left, I left home before he did. I left to come to the, to England. When I left, guess what? He moved from his father's house and came to live in my, in my room. He took over from my room. I don't know whether you, you understand what I'm saying. That's how close we are like a brother. Yeah. When he came, obviously he came home. He came to stay with me. And then he saw my lifestyle. Then he saw his lifestyle. No, at the point I was like, I had to tell him, listen, guy, you've got to move out. Very good friend of mine. But he had to move out. He had to go. See, don't don't be too soft to tell some people to go. You know the revelation I got, the revelation that I got that made me tell my, my brother to leave was when you are climbing a tree. Let's say you are climbing a tree. I don't know whether I can use it. Okay, let's say this is the step. This is the tree. And then you have something heavy, somebody heavy on your back and you are climbing, what is the chance of you getting up? But how many know that when you're already up the tree, it's easier to pull him? I was climbing then. I could not afford to have him on my back. So sometimes love is to let go of some people. That's real life. See, on the plane, they tell you that put your mask, your M uh, breather on first before you put a child's on, isn't it? You don't help somebody when yours is not on. So true love is to save yourself. Then you can save. Yeah. I remember, I mean, this guy, he'll go and work, and then Friday, he'll use all his money 
to go and riotous living. So he works Monday to Friday and then finishes the money by Sunday and then goes to work again. Riotous living. I was trying to go to school. I was trying to do, uh, pay my school fees. I don't know whether you, you know how to live in this town and pay your own school fees. <laughs> yeah, I was working around the clock to pay my fees, go to school, and do whatever I had to do. They used to laugh at me. Because like, ah, you are, square, you are too square. Everybody's having the time of their life. They're going partying and girls and everything. You are going to school. And then you go to church. <laughs> you are not a guy. Ten years after I had finished, I, I, I had finished school, got in my and everything. Ten years after, he came to me crying. This same brother of mine. And I told him, okay, this is what we are going to do. Cut this off, cut this off, cut this off, cut this off. Go back to school. I marched him back to school. He was 10 years late. <laughs> yeah. So that even when Grace finds you, it's like you are, you are too far behind. I don't know whether you understand what I'm trying to say. Yeah, you are too far behind. It's like the boat left long ago. You are not coming. You want to join the boat. Hallelujah. I don't know why I'm telling you all this, but where is he? He's around. Still trying to find his feet. Still trying to find his feet. I mean, he's done much better than before. But it's still not easy. Uh, see, you are at the age of 50 and you're trying to find a girl to marry. It's not a very easy thing. <laughs> because your age group, all the girls are finished. <laughs> so you have to go for younger girls. And when you go for it, you say you're competing with a, a lot of... <laughs> And the money to, you see, if you are competing with younger people, you must have a lot of money to balance the equation because you have, you have a deficit. <laughs> but when you, the money is also not there, you are it's like. <laughs> Hallelujah. I mean, one day he came here. One day, we're in this church when he came. like I wish I had listened to you then so many years ago hallelujah I'm saying that for somebody here there's a friend you have that you have to cut off I don't know whether you're understanding me I said all this story to let you realize that cutting that person off is not an evil thing I can't love you more than me. So you got to go. It's, I can only save one person. Either me or you. And I'm not going to drown in saving you. No. If they love your neighbor as yourself, not more than yourself. Uh, 
I, I, you understand what I'm saying? So I, I pray that this year we will not allow sin and people, our surroundings, you, you know, to, to, to cloud the voice of God. Do you think that Abraham didn't see Sodom? He also saw Sodom. You see, Abraham was the one who was supposed to choose first. Because he was the one who was brought by God to the place. And Abraham said, that, listen, if you choose right, I'll go left. If you choose left, I'll go right. You choose. If I were the boy, Lot, I would have said, no, you are my uncle. You choose first. Whatever you leave is fine. No, he chose the nice place. And, and, and Abraham said, fine, I'm going to go into the hills. Hallelujah. Some people got to go. Look at your neighbor and tell them some people got to go. Tell them some things got to go. Hallelujah. Okay, let's move on. And he said that, um, I went down, so I went down to the potter's house, and there he was making something at the wheel. And the vessel he made was, uh, the made of clay was in his hand. And so he made it again into another vessel. That it seemed good to the potter to make. Now get a picture. Can you, can you get me a picture of a potter? Joel. Find a potter that is trying to make. You see, we are, you see, Genesis chapter 2, the Bible says, and God formed man out of clay. And he breathed into his nostrils the breath of life. So we are, essentially we are clay in his hand. Are you with me? How many know that sometimes clay misbehaves? If you have played with clay before, how many did art? If you have played with clay before, you know that clay doesn't necessarily form what you want it to form all the time. There are two revelations here I want you to get. The first revelation is that no matter how discombobulated you are, you are now. Oh, okay, okay. Let me find another word. Let me find... Glenn, is I should find another word. The math students are, are, they, are you okay? No matter how contorted you are. Uh, that, that one too is not working. Is that one better? Or I should come up with another word? Eh? Find one that has, is messed up. See, no matter how messed up you are, God is not ready to throw you away yet. Oh, you missed a good place to put your hands. He said that the clay was mad, but the clay was still in his hand. You see, it doesn't matter how mad you are. He still got you. You are still in his hand. He's still working on you. Don't give up on yourself. Sometimes we are too quick to give up on our own selves. 
We are too quick because we, he wanted to make it as then we have become like that. And so we look at the other uh, pots that are sitting there and we are like this. We think that, oh no, I don't measure up. I am not what I am supposed to be. So immediately you want to give up. But you are still in the sand. He says that the clay again. You may have faulted. You may have missed, uh, misaligned yourself. You may have done something. It's okay. Listen. He is still got you. You are still in his hand. He's a God of a second chance. He's a God of another chance. He gives us another chance every morning. His mercies are renewed. This is the discombobulated one. Disoriented. scent of water it will sprout out again even though you are broken even though you are hewn down at the scent of water the word water means the Holy Spirit when you allow the spirit of the, 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 the water represents the Holy Spirit, water represents the word at the scent of the word when you allow the word to come back into you you will grow again, you will come back again, you will be revived again at the scent of water, you will come back. So long as there is water, can you see that it's wet? Water represents the word. Even though it's discombobulated, it's still hearing water. It's still receiving water. He's still allowing itself in the hand of the Lord. There will come a time when he will cast it out. The porter will cast it out. That's when it becomes hardened. And doesn't allow water to get into it again, then it's not useful to the, pot, the, the potter. So the potter just cuts it out. But so long as it's receiving water, it doesn't matter how ugly a shape it is, it doesn't matter how bad it looks, there is still hope. There is still hope. Amen. I said, There is still hope. Amen. There is still a chance. Yes, anyone that has been used by God fell some time ago. Ah, Moses missed it. Moses missed it. Abraham missed it. They all missed it. But allow God. Allow his word. Allow his spirit. You are not too far gone to be used again. 
you are not far to God. Until you breathe your last breath, he can change your life. I said he can change your life. Yeah. Amen. It was in his hand. It did not form the way. Did you see that? Put the first picture back on. This is how he wanted it to look like. Put the second picture again. But that is how it turned out to be. Maybe because of friends. Maybe because of the environment. Maybe because of all the things that was happening around it. This is how it turned out to be. But because it's still wet. And it's still sitting on the wheel. Can you see he's still on the wheel? He is still working in progress. Once you are still sat on the wheel. God can still turn you. God can still turn you. And when God can still turn you, he can make you. Never write yourself off. Oh, I said never ever write yourself off. Never put yourself that I, am, I don't qualify. I don't feel who, to, who qualifies anybody. It's God. So long as the potter hasn't discarded this clay, this clay will turn out right. Amen. You see, you never lose until you give up. You didn't hear what I said. You never lose until you give up. Because it is not God. God will still use you. So long as you allow water to come into you, onto you. And you allow him to. See, this one, the way it is. You know how it's going to happen. To remake the potter will have to slap it down again. To flatten it. And then allow it to spin. And as it's spinning, the potter will put the first picture back on. The potter will put his hand. So it's spinning. Can you see the wheel? It's spinning. And then the potter will be guiding it, shaping it. You see the word you are hearing today. This is what he's doing to you. This is what he's doing. It, 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 it is spinning you. It is, it is aligning you. It is putting, the words that I speak unto you, they are spirit and they are life. They are shaping you into the place that God wants you to be. Hallelujah. So long as you put yourself in the place, you put yourself on the wheel. Some, sometimes, you see, when Satan wants to destroy you, the first place he takes you out is the, on the wheel. Because once you are out of the wheel, you are out of the control of the potter. Don't allow Satan to take you out of the control of God. Amen. And he says in uh, Jeremiah 3.15, I will give you pastors according to my own heart who will feed you with knowledge and understanding. You would need a, 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 a sub-potter. See, there are Porters and their supporters. You need a supporter. There's a shepherd and chief shepherd. He would give you a chief shepherd. Just put yourself in place so that the chief shepherd, the shepherd can work on you according to what the design of the chief shepherd. Hallelujah. Am I talking to somebody? So you it is not over for you. And it doesn't matter how much of a wreck you have made of your life. There is still a chance for you to become what God has destined for you to become. Amen. Amen. 
Hallelujah. I'm struggling because what I have to do. <laughs> the Bible says he made a verse that seemed good unto him, isn't it? Uh, I don't know whether I can finish. I don't want to touch it and I don't want to carry it into next week. Yeah, I'm the one who's going to be in trouble when you're gone home. Okay, so next week we're going to talk about the traits we need to leave behind as we enter 2019. There are some traits we need to leave behind. See, when you take the clay, there are a lot of stones, there are a lot of broken bottles and stuff in it. What the potter does is that he plucks them and throws them away out of the clay and throws them away before he starts to work on it. So we'll talk about how those things need to be plucked out. And those things, they are very small. They are not big things. But then that is what makes that clay not usable. Are you with me? Those little things. Little, little, little stones, bottles, broken bottles here and there. So we'll talk about that. Rise to your feet. We'll talk about it next week.